With the clicking of her sparkly red heels and the repeating of the words, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Dorothy is transported back to her bedroom with Auntie M and Uncle Henry. But what is home in all its shapes and forms? Um, Surely it's more than just a roof over someone's head. Over the next several weeks, uh, I invite you to join with us as we look at what it means to feel at home and how you can help others to feel at home, and what it, what it means to have Northern as your spiritual home. But for now, let me pray. Jesus, we invite you to speak to us during this time. We thank you for the opportunity that we can gather together, and we ask that you would move amongst us wherever this finds us, and that you would use this time for your glory and to draw us closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Creating a home and feeling at home are just so very important. If you've ever been homeless, a rough sleeper, if you've ever moved or rented from a landlord that is really restrictive on uh, what you're allowed to do, or even a boss who's similar when you have to um, hot desk and you're not allowed to have anything that resembles any of your own personal things on that desk. You know how much it means to have your own space and what a world of difference that can make. But once you have your own space, in whatever shape or form that it takes, how welcoming are you for others to join you in that space? In the Olympic Games opening ceremony, the International Olympic Committee President, Thomas Bach, declared, Dear refugee athletes, with your talent and human spirit, you are demonstrating what an enrichment refugees are for society. You had to flee from home because of violence, hunger, or just because you were different. Today, We welcome you with open arms and offer you a peaceful home. Welcome to our Olympic community. In this Olympic community, we are all equal. We all respect the same rules. But to help someone feel welcome takes more than an opening statement or a mat on the door. Imagine if you were a visiting athlete at the Tokyo Olympics and everything that you ever read for the whole time that you were at the Games was in Japanese. The signs, the language on the TV, the volunteers all communicated in Japanese. To go there, you had to train, sure. But you also then had to discover, or you discovered that you also had to then make sure that you could speak Japanese as well, to speak the local language. to to know the local customs, to avoid accidentally offending someone and being kicked out of the country. Every time you said something or did something wrong, you were not just stared at, but you were glared or laughed at. That your host saw you as more of an inconvenience and less than them. Would you feel welcome? 
If you've ever felt unwelcome, then you know how hard and how uncomfortable that is. But have you ever wondered what it makes and what it takes to help someone to feel welcome? What's key to helping someone to feel welcome into a space where you are? Helping someone to feel welcome means that you need to be prepared to share with them. After all, sharing's caring. So whether it's being in a, a, for a few hours or a, 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 a space where you welcome them to death do you part, helping someone feel welcome means that you have to be willing to share with them. Not the social media sort of sharing that bombards people's profiles with every self, um, every like that you make, every selfie, every pose, where you get to know what they're going to be eating because they've taken a photo of it before they even have it in their stomach. But the sharing where we invite someone into our lives and into our space, where we welcome them to share moments or to share life together is just so very important to help people to feel welcome. We share a meal with someone, or we share a home with them. We may even go so far as to share the remote control or the barbecue tongs. But once a person steps through that front door, there is an element of sharing that helps people to feel welcome, to feel included, to feel part of us that there is space for you here. We also realise that true sharing can't be forced. It must be voluntary. A child being forced to share their toys with someone else can form resentment. Sharing a common or a public object is different. Sharing also has appropriate boundaries to it as well. But if there is no level of sharing then the reality is that the person you are welcoming in is little more than a paying guest or a diner. Feeling welcome also means that you need to engage with people so that you show them that you value them. For example, would you feel welcome at someone's place if all they did was they invited you over and no sooner were you through the front door that they jumped on their phone or their app or their device, whatever it might be, or the, and they started playing games and ignored you, or they went back to their chair, plonked themselves down and watched TV so loud that you, they couldn't hear you speak. Welcoming someone means engaging with them, engaging them in such a way that you, you help to see them uh, or you see them as an equal by talking with them, not talking at them, or interrogating them, but, but engaging with them in conversation. Engaging means helping them to feel important and appreciated, that they are heard, that they're not ignored. Welcoming people also means that there is a gracious interaction between you and them. You help them to feel at home. But, for example, you might help them to to show them where things are that they might need. You, you might help them uh, through this gracious interaction to, to let them know what sort of traditions you might have. You help them to know where they can sit, 
and where they can wash up before a meal. You don't overcomplicate things to say, now this is how you wash your hands and, and make sure you do this and this is how you turn the tap on and this is where the hand towel is and this is what you need to do. You don't go into over-communicating over but you help them to feel comfortable and at ease by your gracious interaction. You help to support them where they don't feel on edge where they don't feel ignorant because they do the wrong thing, because they break some unspoken rule. When someone's welcomed into your space, they feel valued because you share with them, because you've listened to them and you've cared for them. They feel relaxed because they're not fearful of getting things wrong. Instead, they feel included, appreciated for being there you're better for them being there. Around 2,000 years ago, Jesus was invited over for a meal. He was invited over for a meal, not just to anyone's house, but it was to the village leader's home. And the welcome that he received was one that was not soon forgotten. Having a visiting teacher come to your village and, and bring uh, the, the life of a widow's son back from the dead and that, that certainly captured people's attention. And as we read in Luke chapter 7, many in the town of Nain praised God saying, a mighty prophet has risen amongst us and others said, God has visited his people. News about Jesus spread around the area like wildfire. It may have been in the same village that Jesus received an invitation by one of the village leaders as recorded in Luke chapter 7 verse 36. Simon was an influencer. As a Pharisee, people took their cues from him on what to do and what not to do. As we've heard before, those of affluence would often have alfresco dining as a part of their home. And here we were thinking that an outdoor room was a modern invention. And to invite a special guest was also to allow others to, to watch and to listen and to see things from the sidelines. So Jesus goes to Simon's place for dinner and reclines to eat with other guests at the table. But from the moment of Jesus' arrival, Simon's other guests start to feel a little bit uncomfortable. Jesus undoubtedly feels it too. So rather than making a scene, Jesus reclines at the table and, and joins the other guests from the village without making a fuss. What motivates some people to behave in the way they do remains unknown. But for this immoral woman, cast, who casts all cultural norms and etiquette to one side, indeed, she gives Jesus a welcome that no one will forget. She shares. This woman shares with Jesus some of the most precious things she has. Her tears. Not tears of sadness, but of relief and of appreciation. People shed tears because they are moved, 
because they experience something deep within that needs to come out. They have a shared connection, an engagement that, that connects the body and the soul and fuels emotion. Like a woman that has had something returned to her, something that she thought was lost forever, the emotions burst forth and she shared a deep felt appreciation for what Jesus has restored to her. Engage. Tears on dusty feet become like a slurry that has no place on such a special guest as Jesus. An omission of intent by Simon out of a desire to put Jesus back in his place as Simon's inferior becomes this woman's point of engagement. Jesus is no inferior in the eyes of this woman. Jesus is no one's inferior. What was once engaged on Jesus' feet becomes like glue in this woman's matted hair. Gracious interaction. Gracious interaction sets these two apart. Apart from the other guests, but also it sets them apart from each other in an interesting way. This woman is acutely aware of her sin, which normally lived in the shadows. And Jesus, the Saviour, was the light of into her world. But rather than a clash comes grace. Such a gracious gesture of intent that flowed along with the perfumed oil to right the traditional wrongs that Jesus as Simon's guest had incurred. The stench of Simon's disdain for Jesus was replaced by the perfume of grace. When someone is welcomed well into your space, they feel valued because you share with them. They feel listened to because you care about them. They feel relaxed because they're not fearful of getting things wrong. They feel included and appreciated for being here. As an influencer, Simon, Simon's welcome of Jesus as his guest was intended to send a clear signal, a clear signal of contempt for Jesus and a signal to Simon's other guests that Jesus was not truly welcome. Every cultural act of welcome withheld from Jesus by Simon was restored by this redeemed woman. What was played out on the stage of Simon's home became a teaching opportunity for Simon's heart in the power of a welcome. In Luke chapter 7 verse 44 we read these words, then Jesus turned to the woman and said to Simon, Look at this woman kneeling here. When I entered your home, you did, didn't offer me water to wash the dust from my feet, but she has washed them with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You didn't greet me with a kiss, but from the, first, the time that I first came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You neglected the courtesy of olive oil to anoint my head, but she has anointed my feet with rare perfume. 
what Simon had planned to send as a clear message to Jesus of his lack of welcome became an unforgettable message of what it means to truly welcome someone into your life. For Northern, as a spiritual home, we want you to feel welcome. We want you to know that we are committed to continuing to grow in our understanding of how people feel welcomed at Northern. I've long held the view that people looking to find a spiritual home are more critical and more observant and more acutely aware of the welcome that they receive than the speaker that they hear. That's why it's vital that when people come to try out a faith community, we help them to feel welcome. It's one of the most important responsibilities that all of us have. To share is an investment in welcome. When someone comes into this space, we want you to know that we will share our spiritual home with you. After all, we are all guests of Jesus. And just as Jesus has shared his love with us, we will continue to share the love of Jesus with others. It can be easy to put those that we know ahead of those that are new. It can be easy for us to pick up on last week's conversations than to start something that is new. But we are committed to sharing with you. There is room for you here. I remember attending a church and in sitting down, um, someone came in after me um, from where I was sitting and they told me um, that I needed to move because they sat there. So I dutifully slid along the pew a little bit further, only to then be told, no, I couldn't sit there either because their friend sat there. So once again, I dutifully moved along a bit further. Do you think I felt welcome there? At Northern, we will continue to share and invest in sharing with others, to share our resources, to help people to know that they are welcome here, that you are valued. Engaging. At Northern, we know how easy it is to slip into the comfortable conversations that we already know, to pick up where we left off from the week before. And we also know that it can be easy for us to forget what it's like to be new. Whether you've been on a faith journey for years or for days, establishing yourself in a new spiritual home is not easy. And so we as a church family will continue to do what we can to help you to engage and to try to connect with you and for you to connect with others. Once again, I visited a church and following the, the service um, in that church, we went to an adjoining building for morning tea. I collected my beverage of choice from the, the kitchen um, counter bench top thing and turned to the person um, that was facing me to engage with them in conversation, only to have them turn their back to me and start chatting to a friend rather than a visitor. That's a very different experience from attending a church in the Glasshouse Mountains in Queensland where I arrived in my early 20s. I was looking for a new church home 
and Mary was going to be joining me in the months ahead. I didn't know when I arrived, I didn't know where the right place was to sit, so I just popped myself down in a free spot for the service to start. The service went through and after the end of the service, I was still sitting in that same place, but almost all of the young adults from that church came and stood around me, introduced themselves to me, making sure that their arms were around their girlfriends so that I knew who was taken um, but, and who was who, but they engaged well with me and later with Mary as well. And we still have dear friends who attend that church to this day. Because they engaged with me so well on my first visit and made me feel so welcome, not just that day, but into their lives as well. They invited me in. Those young people also showed such gracious interaction. I didn't realise that I was sitting where all the oldies sat. They invited me out for lunch, they invited me to hang with them, but they also invited me to sit with them the next week. They shared their space with me. They showed me what it meant to be a part of a faith community in such a loving way. The pastor was good, but the church family were great. And I felt so welcome there and still do when we go up there for a visit from time to time because of their gracious interaction. For us as a church family at Northern, we can easily assume that other people just know. They know where the toilets are or they know what to do when it comes to communion or how to mute themselves on Zoom. But we also want to encourage them to know where these things are, to know what they can do, to know that they can have their cameras muted and we won't take offence. We also want them to know how those funny air pots work at the back of the auditorium when we're trying to get milk out at the morning tea table. When we do well to remember that this gracious interaction that we extend, we help to have other people feel welcome and comfortable and relaxed. It can be challenging and sometimes scary trying something new. At Northern we know that as a church family, we are not just here for us. We are here for others, to help others, other people to feel welcome and to connect with Jesus together, to share, to engage and to extend gracious interaction. Next week, we're going to be exploring a little bit more about how is blood truly thicker than water when it comes to being welcomed into a home. In our next topic, um, in, welcome home, in our Welcome Home series called Found. Jesus knew what it meant not to feel welcome. Simon made a point of it. At Northern, we know that um, going somewhere new can feel foreign when we don't know what the customs or traditions are. But just as Jesus called generations of old to make sure that people feel welcome, we long to do that today. And just as we do it to others, we know that we are doing it for Jesus. We honour him when we welcome others and we help them to feel welcome. We also welcome Jesus here to be at work and to do 
amazing things. Let me pray. Jesus, I can only imagine how you must have felt on that occasion, being invited as a guest, but to be snubbed in the process. Lord, help us to be mindful of how we extend welcome to others, whether it be people in our own home and how we can, we can show hospitality in a way that makes you proud that makes you feel welcome. We also ask that we would all take responsibility for making sure that when, when people come to Northern for the first time and as they explore what it means to um, have Northern as a faith community, that we would also be people that are prepared to extend welcome to others by sharing with them by engaging with them, by showing gracious interaction with them. Lord, help us to never be like Simon. Help us to never be people that will snub others, but to welcome them into this space because you are an amazing, welcoming God. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So how might we respond today? Well, I'll, I want you to spend a moment and to think about when was the last time you felt unwelcome? What was that like? Sit with those emotions for a moment and then reflect on what would have helped you to feel welcome. Then also consider... What could you do and keep doing to help people feel welcome in your home and in Northern, your spiritual home? And then lastly, I encourage you to write a prayer or, or offer a prayer to Jesus where you, you pray for opportunities to help people to feel welcome. There's going to be some music played and as that music's played, I encourage you just to spend this time with Jesus now. God bless you.